He was very charismatic. People who had the opportunity to meet him in in prison were really drawn to him because of his passion, because of his uh, dedication and his determination to work through these questions of revolution. I had met George when I was like 17 in the segregation unit at Tracy. Sundiata Tate. And he always struck me as this incredible, beautiful person, uh, intellectual giant, but he didn't speak with intellectual words. He spoke in a way that the average person had no problems understanding him. I can even recall when he organized a strike and he got everyone to refuse to eat and throw their trays out on the tier. And he got black brothers to do that, Hispanic brothers to do that, and the few white brothers that was there. He got all of them to participate in this. One of the warrens, uh, system warrens or something, was supposed to be making an appearance and to show out his pleasure. All of us collectively, when they brought our food, threw it out on the tear. What was going on? We was down with it and we protested against those conditions, the food that we was given, the lack of sunshine. I just remember him organizing it. The prison had failed to contain uh, George's enthusiasm and his dedication and his, um, his joy, his happiness. Not very many people had the opportunity to know him as a human being. And uh, 30 years later, it's, he still kind of like inspires me because I can still see him smiling and giving me encouragement even when he himself was facing the death penalty. The fact that in California, the prison population has tripled in the last 10 years is merely one sign of the contradictions which are fracturing the nation. That some kind of systemic change couched in the rhetoric of progress occurred in the 60s is a comfortable myth. The United States continues to face or ignore the problems that brought the 60s to the boiling point. Though George Jackson spoke specifically to the issues of his day, his work could have been written at the turn of the millennium. It is imperative that George's message continue to be heard, both by the righteously angry but unchanneled youth and the more cynical, sometimes weary veterans of the struggle. The message must be carried farther than where George bravely left it in August 1971.